Okay. Hello, everyone. I just want to say that we had a little power outage. So the first few minutes of this interview, we lost. So I want to just tell everyone I have an incredible co-host, Justin Drummond, and he hooked me up with my incredible guest, Brody Ray. So the first couple of minutes of them talking, you won't hear, and I apologize. We had a little power outage. But I read a poem that I wrote, and I would like to reread that, and we're going to add this to the beginning of this show. Brody Ray. Today's show is off the charts. My guest is insane. Wait till you hear his story. Brody Ray is his name. A shout out to my co-host, who introduced me to this guy, Justin Drummond. I applaud has tendencies quite shy. Asperger's syndrome is his cross, but Justin bears it well, even with this disease broken out of his shell. He reached out to me on Facebook and said, I'd like to get you stars to interview you on your shows. Let's start breaking bars. Now back to Brody, an incredible soul. When he was made, they broke the mold. His heart is pure. His voice is great. Learned guitar at age eight. Born and raised in Kearney, two sisters by his side, Brody, too, was female. Being male, he couldn't hide. As a toddler, he felt something that didn't seem quite right. A tomboy he became. It happened overnight. He couldn't hide his feelings. He knew who he should be. He wasn't happy with himself. A change to make was key. He loved to sing and entertain, but knew something was wrong. He decided to make the change, which then affected his song. He got the operation to become a man, then retrained his voice to he was he was his first fan. Now he felt complete, could sing his songs all day. In 2017, moved to Nashville, now not to keep his dreams at bay. TLC contacted Brody to come out and share his life. 2011 same sex was aired to some would cut like a knife right guy wrong body the episode's name even oprah's network brought it to fame now full of confidence he now made his way on american idol to perform that day also auditioned for the voice an amazing journey he's had with encouragement from family hats off to his mom and dad your musical career is booming i can't wait to hear it from you Let's get this interview started. Justin and I are fans, it's true. Remember then, radio is honored to be interviewing Brody Ray. Now it's time to hear what this great artist has to say. Thank you. Hello, guys. Sorry about that. We had a little problem with my power. It went out, but we're back on. I hope everybody can hear me okay. Steve, can you let me know? I will. I'm waiting to... Okay. Yeah, you're on. Okay, great. My guests are still here. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Sorry, guys. We've had storms here all week, and my power went out three times this week. I was worried about today. Um, So we'll just continue. So we don't have to start over, guys. Um, We can just continue. Okay, so Brody Ray... This is an incredible, incredible interview today. Um, and Justin Drummond, my co-host, who was my connection for Brody, why don't you start and you ask him the first question you'd like to ask? Okay. Well, um, for every musician, uh, for every artist, like there's always a beginning. Like there was always like this one like spark moment, like where people were like, you know what, like this is what I want to do. 
Uh, so Brody, when did you realize that like uh, music was something that you wanted to do? Like, what what was the start for that? Well, I think it would have to be back when I was around eight years old. Um, I, I guess music had always played a huge role in my family. Um, with my mother being a musician and a vocalist herself, um, she kind of opened the door and shared her love for music with me. You know, whether it's um, me running around in diapers and cowboy boots um, with a Flintstones plastic guitar, um, singing all the songs on the radio and on the TV that she would play for us. And or if she had, you know, how much is that doggy in the window? And she'd play that on the piano and I would just yell it at the top of my lungs. You know, growing up as a kid, I was surrounded by music and her talent and her sharing that with me and encouraging me to sing and play instruments. And so at age eight, she said, we walked um, to a music store and she said, do you want to learn an instrument? And I, and I just, I couldn't believe the words that were coming out of her mouth. Like I thought that that wasn't, you know, possible. Like I didn't think that I would get that opportunity to do that. And I said, yes, I want to play an instrument. So we went into the store and she's like, what do you want to play? And I, I, I instantly saw the guitar rack and I said, I, I want to play the, that right there. <laughs> and so we picked up my first guitar at age eight, which I still have. It's a little tiny thing. <sighs> and, uh, and I started taking lessons, and I fell in love with music in a in a different kind of way. It wasn't just fun to sing and dance to. It was something that I could actually produce myself, and I could learn, and I could learn these songs off the radio, and I would sit and listen to Lenny Kravitz and you know Keith Urban, and I would sit in Michelle Branch, Shell Crow, and I would sit in front of the radio, and I would learn every single guitar solo and guitar chord that I could um, from these artists and, and I would learn it. And then I went upstairs and I'd show my mom. I'm like, mom, listen to this. I figured it out. And, <laughs> and I would play everything for just drive her nuts, you know, just playing as loud as I can. I, I had, I had history teachers giving me their guitar amps and they're sending me home with these guitar amps that they're, they're the same size as I am. And so I have them <laughs> cranked up to 10 downstairs in the basement in my room and my whole family has to listen to this for years and years you know <laughs> um so it was just kind of a one of those things where it was it was going to happen eventually um it was just a matter of time before you know when my mom asked me what i wanted to play and so then after that i think it was maybe a few months later i picked up the cello and started playing the cello in the school orchestra and i played all the way up until college and i still play for weddings and stuff now and um, it's just one of those things where you can carry that with you for, for the rest of your life. And you can always use that. And it really helped me express myself too, you know, just um, saying things that I wasn't really able to say and being confused, you know, in the wrong body that right. really gave me an outlet to really express myself. Well, I want to play Wake Your Dreams. Um, so how about this? Before I play this song, tell us a little bit about it. And did you write it? Yeah, okay. so Wake Your Dreams was a song that I had started writing with a, a friend of mine, Jason Hamer, and uh, we he's from Nebraska as well, and uh, so we were Skyping, and I, you know, I told him, you know, I have, I made it onto America's Got Talent with this song by Jordan Smith, um, and it's called Stand in the Light, and it's really, you know, inspirational, and I, I, I want, and Simon Cowell wants me to <gasps> sing my own music on the, the next mm -hmm. round, so... I need a song and I, I want it to be, I want to write it now. And I don't want it to be an old song. I want it to be new, inspirational and on the long, along the same lines as what Jordan did with his song. And so we sat down and 
and we pieced it together and it's just the song is about um i have it tattooed across my chest it says wake your dreams Mm. and what it means is just you know you can't sit and wait for something to fall into your lap you can't sit around and think that everybody's gonna do it for you you got to get out there and you got to make your dreams a reality you got to work hard and you got to um, it's and I I have this saying taped up on my on my um, above my dresser and it says luck is where opportunity and preparation meet wow. and so you must always be prepared um, for endless waves of transformation and always be prepared for that opportunity and keep working and keep getting better um, and that's that's where everything in your dreams will start to fall into place for you. Steve is saying amazing. The owner of remember then radio who's in the chat room with us. So we're going to play it because I cannot wait for, I've heard it and I cannot wait for everyone to hear it. Here we go, guys. I actually haven't heard it yet. Look, and I'm really excited. Oh, yeah. I think you guys will like it. Oh, okay. Justin. Cause I, I got the opportunity here cause he sent it to me. (laughs) All right. You ready guys? (laughs)
Wow. So what do you um, think? What'd you think, Justin? Justin, Justin, what'd you think? That was very inspirational. Absolutely awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Justin. Um, I have to say something about that song, and I wanted to wait until we had the interview. It's probably going to be one of my favorite songs of all time now, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. I'm going to tell you why. Because, first of all, even Justin. Justin did not allow his Asperger's to keep him down. He reached out to me through Hamilton Radio. And he was like, Jerry, I want to work with you. I didn't know about his issues. And here we are on Remember Then Radio all together. And, you know, I had tears in my eyes when I first heard the song because, you know, even me growing up, I remember, you know, going against the grain with my Italian family with everything in life. And they just shook their heads and laughed and said, what's she going to do next? And here I am today, right? And look at you, Brody. I mean... That song, I think, can inspire everyone out there. Yeah, that's the, and that's the goal. You know, we want we want to bring light to you know people who are struggling. You know, it doesn't it, 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 those things don't have to define you. Right. It actually, you get an upper. You almost have an upper hand because you have something driving you. That's a force wow. that not many, many other people get. You know. Oh wow! Wow! Huh? I never ever thought of it that way. And, and you think about it, it's always the underdogs. It's the people that in school that were too smart or nerdy, or they were the underdogs, or they were, you know, they always had something to prove. And and, uh, and everybody else, they they hit their peak of you know popularity and coolness, and they were the best athlete in high school. And then after that, it's like, what do they have, you know? And so for us, we get to live our whole lives just getting better and and you know proving to people that you know we're we're not different we're not this that we are exactly who we are and we get to share that with everybody in in our own different ways wow justin steve is saying hello to you as well the owner of remember then radio through chat steve how you doing like um really excited to be here like i'm really excited that we're all here together that's right wow so justin why don't you ask another question sweetie all right so uh moving forward uh you uh uh, you were doing music, like, and, like, uh, you're uh, transitioning and everything. Uh, like, uh, I uh, read from your bio that, like, uh, you've done a lot of uh, traveling and uh, sharing the stage with a lot of people, uh, Gavin DeGraw, Lee Bryce, uh, Chris Daughtry. But, like, uh, there's something that I really want to know. I'm going to put you on the spot now, Brody. Ooh. All right. Ooh. All right. What do you think, like, has been the best point of your career so far? <gasps> That's a really good question, and you know, it's there has always been a, a highlighted moment, and it just keeps getting. There's always a moment that keeps topping that one. You know, it just keeps getting better and better and better. There's not there's not one that's like, oh, that will be my highlighted moment for the rest of my life. You know, but um, so I, I did the TLC thing, and that really opened a lot of doors for me to kind of get out there and get more open and out there. Um, to the public about LGBT issues and kind of opened the door for some more music as well. And then after that, I, I was like, man, you know, I can, I can do more. I, I want to do more. And so I, I kept auditioning for these, these singing shows and I finally got on America's Got Talent um, for last season. And I think that was emotionally and for my music and my career and my, my story, I think that was the highlight of my career so far because 
not only did I get out there and I performed at a level that I, a standard that I set for myself, um, and I was satisfied with my performance, but I also um, got to share my story in a way that can help other people um, that are stuck in my situation. And not only that, but helps um, family members, you know, parents and friends and relatives of people of the trans and LGBT community um, kind of learn how to accept their loved ones in all their forms that were created in. And uh, it gives me a platform to sing my music it gives me a platform to reach out and help others and to speak on, you know, college campus reviews and counseling conferences. And I get to do all these amazing things. And it's really just such a blessing and such an honor to be able to take all of these things and just do them all together, you know? Absolutely. Like, especially like, uh, that really means a lot, especially like, uh, coming from someone like who is actually from the LGBT uh, community as well. I mean, it definitely feels really good that you're like doing a great thing for society. Yeah. And, and, you know, it feels good to give back because, you know, I have been given so much through my, my family and my friends and their support and my mom paying like hundreds of thousands of dollars for my surgeries and for um, the other people who have, giving me resources um, for hormones and surgeries, it's finally, it's, it's finally coming full circle where I can give back now and I can stand up and speak up and use my platform and use the voice that I've been given to actually make a difference and make an impact um, with other people's lives. Yeah, absolutely. Jerry, what do you think? Wow. Okay. What do I think? I'm listening to this young man talking. How old are you? Tell everyone. I'm 32. Okay. So I'm listening to you talk and I'm thinking... Even the way you answer these questions is incredible. Like, this is probably, and I'm not just saying this, Brody. Everyone knows me. I don't just say things to say things. This is probably one of the most incredible interviews I'm having because the way you put your words is so beautiful and inspiring, no matter what we ask you. And well, that's, I've been well, doing a lot of them, and, and, it gets, and it gets better because... I'm finding the right the right things to say, and I and I just struggle with that because I I was telling other people's stories, which was not my place, and now I realize everyone's got their own story, and I'm just I just need to tell mine. You know? Wow, you know, wow. I want to I want to say something to you. Um, you know, I'm lit. All right, so you and I did get to talk a little bit prior to the interview, of course, and you made me understand some things, and. Um, you know, my daughter is married to a woman and she was with men, you know, a lot in her earlier days and all that. Now she's married to a woman and I have two grandchildren. My grandson is 18. He has a dad and my granddaughter's four. And that was by a donor. And, uh, my daughter-in-law is actually, um, African-American and my granddaughter is part African-American. So we had a donor who was half black as well. And we did that for reasons, you know, we did that for reasons. Um, So the thing that I wanted to just say to you is everyone does have a story and I'm going to share something about someone else and then you'll understand why I'm sharing this. So there's a a young man out there and he goes by Director Six. His name is Randy Shank. This young man approached me a few years ago. He lived in Trenton, New Jersey. He's a musician. He's an uh, like hip hop artist and he now moved down south. And he said to me, Jerry, can I please be a guest on your radio show? And I said, well, here's the thing, kiddo. You have to keep it clean. 
And he said, I promise. And I love him to this day. And I'll tell you why he made me understand something because when he came on, I said to him, I don't understand all the violence and the cursing in a lot of this music. And not that I agree with it. I still don't, but he made me understand. He said, Jerry, everyone has a story. And unfortunately for some, this is the only story we know. And I had to share that while you just mentioned about everyone having a story because we're so quick to judge everyone with their stories and we need to stop doing that. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree with you. And you know, and when you, when you hear this music and you hear the music coming from different people and different um, ethnicities and different countries, you, you're literally just taking a piece of their life, you know, and, and it makes you think about, you know, what do we, is there social injustice? Is there things that we need to change? Is this like, is this like helping us realize that there's things that we still need to work on um, as a, as a American society, you know, and a community. Right. So Justin, I want to play another song of Brody's. It's called take it too far. Oh yeah. That's a good one. Okay. Tell us about that song, Brody. <laughs> um, take it too far. I had written this, um, prior to America's Got Talent. And it was a song that I wanted to prepare with a, uh, like a more pop producer um, out of um, Chicago. And he was um, it's, uh, Aaron Matson, and he's really, really great. And he did a good job kind of getting across the kind of sound that I wanted. I uh, Take It Too Far was just about, you know, these those days where um, I was going through some really bad struggles with some breakups. Um, I took I take breakups really really hard. Um, I'm such an emotional person. <laughs> um, I get really invested emotionally in these relationships, and then, you know, as a as a transgendered uh, female to male person, I I struggled with keeping these relationships with these women um, because they they were confused and they didn't want their families to judge them and they didn't want to be judged and they didn't, they were confused. Like, why do I like you? Uh, you know, my lesbian and my straight, like, you know, and, and it was confusing for people. Um, and it was confusing for me as well. And I just wanted people to love me as a guy. And it was hard, uh, because I didn't have everything kind of there yet. And so I would get heartbroken. And the only way that I could really pull myself out of any sort of a depression was to just get for completely forget about it and, and go out and drink and just, you know, completely lose myself for the night, you know, and that's what I was doing. I was drowning my sorrows. And so this is, this song is kind of about just, you know, that's what you get your heart broken and you just go too far. Okay. Amazing. Like I can definitely feel like uh, what you have been through because I've been like uh, through similar stuff like that as well. So yeah. Yeah. It really feels good that you're like uh, sharing that. Like, yeah, yeah. I definitely try to write, um, you know, from real situations most of the time. Um, I I try to pull. I can pull things from separate situations, but everything I write about is usually like definitely a real situation for sure. So before I play it, Justin, do you want to touch base a little bit on what you just said about your life? Uh, Say that again. Do you want to touch base a little bit about what you just said, how you relate to this song about your life before we play it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, uh, growing up, like, uh, I was uh, very, I didn't really, like, talk to anyone that, like, that much, like, uh, and, like, I didn't really, I was, like, and and when I did, like, I was kind of a little socially awkward, and, like, uh, that's when I discovered, like, at a young age that I had something called Asperger's Syndrome, Uh, something, like, uh, that, like, uh, 
people like have that like uh, it kind of like makes uh things like difficult like expressing yourself like and like uh trying to stay social and everything and i feel like that like uh radio has definitely helped me because i mean like uh it just like it just gives me like a time to like work on like my social skills and everything like and uh i just trying to like uh fit in and i can definitely like uh relate to relate to this song so like right. i absolutely can relate to like what you've been through as well yeah so. yeah absolutely you know and and uh when you when you said that about you know giving you kind of practice to kind of work on those social skills and stuff i have i have like severe social and performance anxiety that kind of sometimes can overtake me as a entertainer and so i have to um, you know, really kind of work on that as myself, you know, um, so thank you for sharing that because that's important, you know, like sometimes, um, I feel like I, when I, especially when I was younger, like drinking made me more social It made me more, um, I was, I was less worried and less anxious, um, being in a social setting. So that kind of played a big role in this song too. So that's I, definitely relatable. I have to, I have to say something before we play this song to both of you. I'm listening to the both of you and I'm thinking I would never ever guess that either one of you have any social issues at all. Look at what both of you have done. I mean, this is incredible. Justin, look what you're doing with the radio and Brody. Look what you've done. This is like me. This is like my first time, like actually like, uh, like, uh, like actually like on the air with someone. I mean, I'm yeah. used to being like behind the scenes. But you still did that. So no, I'm but you still did that. You still camera, did you know? behind the scenes. You still reached out. Like, yeah. and you said, and you said yes to the interview and being a co-host and look at Brody, what you've done in your life, you've changed your whole entire life. And I'm listening to the two of you and I'm thinking, how could you be socially awkward at all? <laughs> all right. And I, and it's it's something where you, the more you do it, the, the it's the more of like you just you got to keep doing it. You know, you got to keep breaking okay. down those walls to keep to keep those walls down because it's easy to slip backwards and and go in back into your little hole. And um, I think uh, it's I think it's cool that you know we can share that that we have that in common. And it's one of those things where it doesn't really go away. Like your your social anxiety and stuff like that it's you got to keep working on it so that's awesome that you're doing this today justin absolutely thank you so much this is so cool all right let's play it baby take it too far Without her, I might die. I always 
Wow. Incredible, wow. incredible. Gotta love that song. Gotta love it, right? <laughs> Thank you. And, you know, everybody out there can relate to that. You know, um, yeah. you know, everyone out there who knows me knows I'm, I'm the author of I'm Not an Addict, I'm Just an Ass. I'd rather be a smart ass than a dumbass. Because, <laughs> you know, I say this I say this all the time. 28 years ago, guys, I was a dumbass. But today I'm a smart ass. And mm-hmm. we all have done that. I don't think there's a person out there who can't relate to that song. Yeah, I mean, we we have we have our moments, you know. Right. We have our those moments of weakness. So yeah. Wow. So uh, Justin, any other questions? Do you have? Okay, so uh, going back uh, to your audition, like uh, you did mention that you did did have a couple of uh, inspirations, like uh, like uh, your family like was a big one, like and uh, I know that like uh, Jordan Smith like absolutely like uh, opened up like. Uh, open up a door like uh, just actually like uh actually like just doing your love like who are your who are some of your uh, musical like influences like who do you really look up to like as an artist yeah um i i like to pull from so many different areas when it comes to this question i want to make sure that people understand that you know for, for me music um the inspiration comes from from everything it comes from the music that my my parents played me when I was younger, like Dolly Parton and mm-hmm. oldies and the cla- the classic country, um, and then every everything growing up was very um, punk and pop rock. It was Blink One Eighty Two. It was Dashboard Confessional, uh, The Starting Line, Taking Back Sunday, and then um, as I got a little older, country music kind of really resonated with me, and it was something that was easy for me to write, and it was. It was my it was my story. It was my life. It was easy, and I was pulling, trying to write music, and I was like, man, what? Where do I go? Do I go pop? Do I go rock? Do I go country? And I'm like, you know what? Let's just let's just do. Let's just see what comes out. Let's just go with it. And so when you when I hear my music back, it's almost like you're taking these influences of like my favorite artists, like Lenny Kravitz, Michelle Branch, Sheryl Crow, uh, Dashboard, Jason Aldean, Keith Urban. Eric Church, and you're just taking all of it, and you're just kind of coming out with this, you know. And so I'd like to um, really try to keep my windows open to listening to a little bit of everything um, throughout the week, you know, whether it's country or it's the pop or the rock or whatever, you know. I try to keep my my uh, options um, open and uh, and not and not kind of shut shut myself off to any genres for sure. Wow. <laughs> And I can uh, definitely see that. Like, and I've uh, looked at your bio. I see like that you've opened up for uh, like uh, Neon Trees, Daya, Chris Daughtry. Chris Daughtry is actually like one of my like uh, favorite uh, artists. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, and I a lot of my older stuff is very, very rock and roll, like Chris Daughtry. And I have some older songs that I would love to share with you guys um, some other time as well. That I think you would really enjoy if, if Chris Daughtry is one of your, you know, one of your um, favorites. Yeah, absolutely. Jerry? Okay. Yeah. So um, I have a question. Neither one of you have mentioned Elvis. <laughs> oh, well, that's 
that's just a given. Come on. <laughs> no, it's a given, right? Of course it is. That's a given. Always. Come on. Come on. That's a given. I, and you know, the that's way you standard. even just answered that, okay, Brody, listen, the way you just answered that, okay, I love you more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I live in I live in Nashville, Tennessee, so I I get to every chance I get, we try to get over to you know Elvis's Elvis's Graceland. You know, we've been over there and do the house and do the studios, and man, that's something. Right, that is something. You know, um, <laughs> Justin, what do you think of Elvis? Uh, like uh, Elvis, like I mean, he's one of the biggest icons of all time. I mean, like I mean, like I like just like. I mean, I'll just, like, get down, like, I'll just, like, like do that little hound dog dance. Like, <laughs> right. There's always a song to love. <laughs> so, Brody, I think we need a video of Justin doing that hound dog dance. What do you think? Okay, yeah. I could watch that. Okay, right, maybe. I will admit, like, I actually, like, uh, have taken, like, a uh, dance uh, lessons, like, uh, oh. for uh, quite some time. I didn't really, like, uh, stay into that long because I actually wanted to, like, pursue, like, a career, like, in this radio thing, like, and, like... That's yeah, awesome. you, you, uh, maybe. Like, we'll see. <laughs> so, all kidding aside, no all kidding aside, I do want to respond to what you were saying about that song. All right, and and you just answered one of Justin's other questions. I want to respond to that because if you think about music in general, and if you think about musicians and singers, right? The majority of them, especially the ones I've interviewed. They all say the same things, not all, but the majority of them say music was their outlet. Music helped make them whole. Mm-hmm. And it's a healer. Yes. And, and it let you down. Yes. It's one of those things where a person or a place or a job, um, opportunity, they, they, there's always that chance that they can let you down and, um, you know, give you something that you that will hurt you music is is like the never-ending solution to um you know something never letting you down there you go you said it all wow so all right so now we're gonna play some more more music this is a an interview concert for everyone your music is incredible so now you're gonna tell us stand by the stand in the light tell us about that song well, this one um, is a recreation of a song that was written and uh, recorded by Jordan Smith and a few other um, uh, artists as well who were writers on it. Um, this song, it was funny. I heard it years and years ago, like right when it came out, right when Jordan won uh, his season on The Voice. And I just, I had to pull the car over. I just, it floored me. And I was like, wow, that is such an important song. Like I needed to hear that just now. And man, that's inspirational. It inspired me to, you know, keep working on my music and keep going and just not get down on myself because of my situation, but to use it as a platform to push myself um, because it's different and it's a story that, you know, maybe maybe other people need to hear. And so I, I instantly, um, they were asking me, what, do you, what song do you want to sing? What song do you want to sing? Send me a list of your top um, 12 songs and I'm like okay okay and so I kept going through these songs and singing them and I'm like man nothing's just really sticking out and I'm like what about that one song and I'm like no I shouldn't sing it because it's in too high of a, a range for my vocals and Jordan Smith man he's got quite the range and I can't get up there that high so I'm like well maybe if I take a little time and I change the key and bring it down a few steps 
I can pull it off. And I had actually never sang it before, never played it before, um, just because I didn't think I could. And so I brought it down, and I'm like, you know, the lyrics in this song are perfect for this show. Like, I got I to gotta do this song. I got to figure it out. Okay. So I did, and I sent it over, and they're like, Brody, that's the one. That's what you're gonna do. I'm like, I knew it. There was a reason there's a reason for that song to be in my life. And here it is, years later, four years later, and uh five maybe. And um I, I got up there and I for some reason something came over me. I told my story on stage and this they they kind of cut a lot of things out on America's Got Talent and I um I told my story and I got three standing ovations from the crowd and Howie Mandel had to had to stop people from cheering, and I was in tears. Oh. And I hadn't even sang yet. I haven't even sang anything. <gasps> and people were standing. They were standing for me, and I knew I was going to be okay. And I felt comfortable. I felt cool. I felt accepted. Um, and everything fell together for me in that moment. And I sang this song on that show, <gasps> and then I just about collapsed to my knees because they they stood again and cheered again three more times. And it was just incredible. And the judges stood, and um, it was it changed my life. That song changed my life forever. Here we go, guys. Let's hear it. All right. All right. Thank you. 
Oh my goodness, how incredible was that, Justin? <laughs> that was so incredible. <sighs> wow, it just takes me back every time I hear it. I, I just go back to that emotion that I felt. I never felt anything quite like that. Yeah. I, I ran backstage, and Tyra Banks was there, and she grabbed me, and she says, Brody, did you know that I'm an advocate for the LGBT community? <gasps> and I just looked at her, and I said, yes, and then I just collapsed into oh. her arms and just soaked her blouse in my tears oh. for probably 10 minutes. Oh. She held me up. It was amazing. And I got to ask you, like, have you ever met Jordan Smith? Uh, Tyra? Uh, Jordan Smith. Jordan, no, I haven't met Jordan, but I did, after it aired, he did um, retweet it, and he said, you know, um, amazing job, Brody, so proud of you for standing in the light, um, great job, and uh, I, I screenshotted it and saved it, <laughs> so wow. it, that was a pretty cool moment, you know. Absolutely, uh, so uh, Jerry, do you have any uh, other questions for uh, Brody? Well, I want to comment, I want to comment on on this song and what he just said, um, so God, Let's talk about God a minute. Do you believe in God, Brody? Yeah, I do. Yeah? Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, I, I have my faith um, and uh, I and my creator. And um, it it's something where I lately I have been on a journey, a spiritual journey to kind of figure out where I stand um, with with all of the things that are going on in the political world. Yes. Um, and this whole this whole epidemic we've created where this community of people who call themselves these uh, people of God and Christians and whoever um, are pushing away and condemning these LGBT people and people um, that are, that are supposedly sinners in their eyes. And so it kind of has created this whole new um, idea for me that I don't need a church I don't need a pastor or a priest or someone telling me what they think I should be doing or they think I should believe. I think that um, we should all treat each other good and do as God would. Um, and I think it's very simple and basic, and we are making it too hard and complicated, and it should just be easy, you know? It should be so easy. So I love what you just said. What do you think about that, Justin? Then I'll respond. Uh, wow, like I can absolutely uh, see like uh, absolutely everything that you like said. I mean, like, uh, you know, as a gay man myself, like uh, it's just like I, uh, it, you know, it just really takes me back. I mean, like, I mean, there's a lot of hate going on in this world. And like, uh, like, uh, it just like I just pray like every single day, like uh, that we would all like that every day is going to be like a good day. And like, just mm-hmm. you know, I just. I just right. we got we got to like uh, spread the love a little bit, you know. What right. I'm saying? Well, I think that people are people are uh, they're getting confused, and um, that that certain religious groups are spreading the wrong message, and they're actually they're they're actually creating these these false prophecies, and um, it's not a sin to be born in the way God created us. There's no sin in that. We're not born um, condemned to hell, and we're not. And so um, what I think people are trying to portray um, a message of that it's a sin to go against the way you feel internally. It's a sin to for me to um, feel like a man inside and out and for me and, and for me to be um, a heterosexual man um, and be attracted to females, it would be wrong for me to go against that. Um, you know, something that's not natural to me. So I believe, you know, 
that everybody's got their own way. And um, I feel like you can feel bisexual. You can feel um, asexual. You can feel all these different ways because it's just genetics. It's science. It's how we're born. Um, things happen, and it's out of our control. And it doesn't mean that you're going to burn in hell. It just means that we need to look God's teaching us how to love all of us, God's children, and all of our forms that we're created in. So, Justin, you shocked me. You're gay? I am. (laughs) I didn't even know. So, okay, but I want to comment on what you guys just said now. So, you know, I'm a Christian, right? And my daughter's married to a woman, and my daughter's a Christian. And as far as religion, it's terrible. It's man-created. It has nothing to do with God at all. And even Jesus hung out with sinners, And you know what's funny? I had a poker league for 10 years in Mercer County. I was involved with it for 15. Then I took it over for the next 10. And uh, people used to say to me all the time, how can you hang out in bars? You're a Christian. And with these people, I'm like, these people. I said, do you know how many people I used to pray with in these bars? Because that's who needs you. You need people who are broken and you have to be there to help them. So don't call yourself a Christian if you're not ready to do that. That's number one. There's a video, guys. I want you both to check it out if you have it. It is one of, well, there's two of them. They're my favorite videos. They're hip hop. One's a hip hop artist and one I think. So, okay. The one is called Why I Hate Religion But Love Jesus. And it's this young hip hop artist. It's incredible. Check that out. And then the other one is. The church pew or the bar stool. Very cool. And I think it's a young pastor. And um, the reason why I brought up God was to make these points. Because I want people to understand. We are not to judge. And yeah. don't call yourself a Christian or a person of faith if you hate someone. Please don't. Right. Okay. Yeah. Had to say that, yeah. guys. Had to say that. All right. So... Um, let's play another track. I'm, I'm loving your music, by the way. This is incredible. Um, okay. So stomping ground, tell us about that. Yeah, this one, um, I was kind of, you know, trying to break up the, the theme when I'm right, when I'm writing, I want to make sure that I'm touching on, you know, not just the inspirational or the, the, the heartbreak or the heartache or the struggle. I want to make sure that I'm touching on the good parts, you know, the happy parts. I want to have happy songs. Um, I want to make people smile, make people laugh, make, make people feel nostalgic. And nostalgia is a really big thing for me. I, I have these moments where I'm like, man, I wish I could go back in time <laughs> and relive that moment. Yes. Wow, we really lived then, you know? Yes. And um, I wish we could recreate that again and, you know, and, and inspire somebody to reach out to old friends and reach out to people who you used to share really awesome moments with and, and recreate new moments and more nostalgia and more memories. And so this song was about my old hometown from Kearney, Nebraska, and, you know, just all the hell we raised and the 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 places we went and the things that we did um and just remembering home and remembering the people that we created those memories with it's called stomping ground so before i play it um it's so funny justin you're 22 is that correct yes 22 yes and brody you're 32 
Yeah, you're a baby, Justin. Wow, I'm jealous. And you're a baby to me, Brody. Those are my golden days. You're a baby to me, okay, Brody? So I'm 58, and I'm listening to the two of you, and I'm listening to you saying, going back in time, and I'm cracking up laughing, okay? So I totally agree. (laughs) I absolutely feel that. (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, this song is a lot of memories that were made from when I was your age, Justin, so that's pretty cool. I love it. Oh, man. Look at all of us. Here we go. (laughs) Here we go, guys. Now, this is Stomping Ground.
Wow, beautiful. What do you think, Justin? I, I really love that song. Like, it's very upbeat. It's like, puts you in a good mood, and it just makes you want to dance. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. going for. I love it. I'm glad that you guys like it. Thank listen, you so much. Listen, it absolutely brings me back, of course. I mean, you know, all kidding aside, I'm a lot older than both of you. And I still, in my mind, go back to those times when I was younger and the things that went on. And both my parents are gone now. And I think about back then and you know as much as we fought and you know we didn't want the rules i wish they were here to give me some more rules you know yeah exactly yeah so beautiful just beautiful so we we still have some time guys so we're gonna have one more question for you then i'm gonna play a couple more of your songs then we'll have you tell everyone how to find you so justin um you ask him a question then i'll even ask him one Okay, well, I'm pretty sure, like, all the fans want to hear this, and I really want to, like, give all the fans, like, the inside scoop. Uh, what is next for Brody Ray? Like, what, what do you have? Like, do you have any music coming out soon? Like, are you going playing anywhere? Like, uh, like what's next for Brody Ray? Well, um, that's a good question. I do have some things that I'm working on. Um, I don't know if you guys watched a few seasons. I think it was season seven of The Voice. Um, I had auditioned for that and made it to the blind auditions, but... Uh, I had we had some issues with uh, some things uh, with the airing of it, and I had met a lot of the people. It was Craig Wayne Boyd was the winner of that season, and I got to meet all these people. And um, so this just last um, maybe last month even, I sat down with uh, the uh, the ex uh, general manager for Sony Records, and we are working on our new anthem. Uh, we are sitting down. We're gonna be. I'm gonna be writing a song with uh, Daphne Willis from season seven of The Voice, or uh, yeah, The Voice, and she's going to. Uh, we're gonna get together here in the next couple of weeks and start working on our uh, kind of like our Lady Gaga "Born This Way" anthem, but Brody Ray style, if it, if I could put it that way. Wow. You know? And that's what's next. We're gonna we're gonna be doing a really big push, really big marketing, um, crowdfunding. Uh, we've got some big things that we're, we're just, we're trying to go bigger. So bigger is better. Wow. That's incredible. Wow. So, wow. Okay. So I have a question for you. Do you have any regrets? Mm, You know, I, I, I don't have any regrets when it comes to, um, my transition or my music or the things that I have done. Um, when it comes to like TV, um, I think my, my only regret is not starting my transition sooner um, and not giving myself the credit or the confidence that I needed to um, get out there and do the things that I'm doing now. I think I could have done them at a way earlier and younger age, and, and I would have had a kind of an upper hand and a head start in all of this, and I probably would have been a lot further um, along than I am right now at age 32. So I disagree with you. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Okay. I'm 58. I wrote my first book four years ago. I started radio four years ago, less than four years ago, three and a half years ago. Wow. I'm now going. I didn't know that. <laughs> yep. I'm now going to be inducted on December 3rd into the 2019 Internet International Hall of Fame. Wow. Okay. At 50, 58. I look back on my life and I think about all the things that I did or didn't do, right? Right. 
I got to interview Carol Burnett last night on Animal House Radio with Carlo as a co-host with him and Giselle. I was honored. I got to meet wow. her a month ago, but do you know what she said? What's that? She said, "Every it's not everyone's time or turn. Never regret when it happens. Yeah, that's good. And she's right because Brody, think about if you did make the transition earlier, you may not be where you're at today. Something could have right. happened. So it was exactly the right time. I believe that's I believe that's right. I think the timing is everything. And you yes. know, and it's just being just being um open and available to uh new new things coming your way. And, right. and just always and always knowing that there's a reason why something else didn't happen. Right. Um, and so something else could happen there at a different go. time. And I try to be, um, <laughs> I try my hardest, I guess I can say to be open to that concept, but I'm, I'm really hard on myself. Um, I'm like, man, I should be doing more. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I should have done this. I should have done that. Um, and I, and I get after myself and I need to stop. I need to be better about yes. that. I need to stop doing that. Because I have something you could think about. Here's some food for thought. You you were one of the first, really. I mean, this is a while ago you made this transition. People are so open now and accepting. Imagine if you did it earlier and they didn't accept right. you. That would have made it. Then you would have shut down, maybe. Right. So and, here and, you go. And my, my my have doctors have known. I mean, right. procedures were, were they were they still as good? You know, then or did they get there better? You, go. you know, could so, have something gone wrong. So now I'm going to so. ask you the question again. Any regrets? <laughs> no. There no you regrets. go. Yes. Yeah. No. No regrets. Yeah. No regrets at all. Like I was, I was always told, like uh, life is too short to be living with regrets. So you gotta like live every day, like uh, like uh, you uh, like like it's the last day because like you <gasps> yes. never really know what's gonna happen. You don't know. Right. You don't know if tomorrow's gonna come or not. You're right. 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 So, right, so be kind and be and tell everybody that you love them. <laughs> you know. Yes. And do good. You're right about that. You're right about that. So I'm going to play another song. It's called You Got Me On My Knees. Yes. Tell everyone about this song. Did you write this? Uh, Yes. I wrote this song with uh, a producer that I met in Nashville before I moved there, actually, uh, Ben Flanders. And uh, this was an EP, a five-song EP that I um, recorded. I rewrote one song a day. Um, while I was in Nashville, I had about a week there and we wrote five songs in five days. And this was the last one we wrote. We got stuck. We got our writer's block and we're like, man, I, I literally don't have any more material in my, my book or in my phone or in my head. I can't even like come up with anything. And we're like, all right, let's just, let's just start dabbling around and come up with like a filler song. We'll just make something up. And I'm like, you know, okay, we'll, we'll try some things. And I'm like, I want it to be real fun and upbeat. And so we came up with these core progressions, and then I'm like, "Wow, you know what? I did have this situation uh, after I got I went through this my worst breakup ever. I had met this girl, and she kind of she kind of jump started me. Like she kind of what what are the what are those things where they like shock you back to life? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she she was she did that for me, and I she pulled me out of my rut, even though it was kind of more of like a like a two week kind of fling. Um, she really inspired me to that, that it, there, there will be other people. There will be new love. There will be new feelings that come along and these ones will fade away and I won't feel hurt anymore. And, um, this, she kind of inspired me, uh, to write this song. It's called, you got me on my knees. Yeah. Let's play it. <laughs> All right. 
Yeah, well, let's hear it. Let's play yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Uh, awesome. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Your your songs, the words, they all have such deep, emotional, incredible meaning. Right, Justin? Yeah, I thought that Sand of the Light was it, but like, oh my god, like like what a Yeah, and you know, like that those that's what I want. I and that's what that's what gets me connected to songs. And that's what I want people to feel when they, they hear my songs. You know, I want them to connect. I want them to feel. I want them to feel like they're in. They're sharing that moment with me, or they're creating their own moment. You know, 
You're so in touch with your feminine side, Brody. I love it. I absolutely love it. I, I hope I never lose that side. You know, that helps me write songs. it's so funny. I used to, I used to tease my daughter and say, she would say, mom, my boyfriend, unfortunately passed away nine years ago this month, but two weeks before his wow. 50th birthday. And we actually grew up together. Um, it was not my daughter's father, but so, um, you know, okay. she's always trying to fix me up and I'm laughing and I'm like, Tiffany, I need a gay man. Okay. <laughs> Uh, it's so great all right so this is what we're going to do justin i'm going to have you tell everyone out there a a little bit about you and if you want contacts if they can reach out to you as well you do that now okay well uh uh, my name is justin drummond like i am uh new to uh um rather than radio like this is actually my radio debut Woo. Radio video. Um, yeah, and I'm just uh, looking forward to like uh, to uh, so many uh, future interviews. Like, and uh, I'm really excited. So beautiful. Awesome. Um, let them tell spell your name for them, Justin. All right, that's J U S T I N Drummond. That's D R U M M O N D. This guy's incredible. He got me this connection right here, and it's yeah. not ending here. Okay, we've got a lot more to do together, Justin. Absolutely. Okay. You're awesome, dude. Thank you so much, Brody. <laughs> so, Brody, tell everyone how they can contact you or get you know check out your stuff and what's coming up. Sure, absolutely. Um, my name is Brody Ray. B R O D Y. Ray is R A Y, and all of my um, social media: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, all of those will be um, the same as me, Brody Ray, or at Brody Ray Music. Um, America's Got Talent had me change all those, so they're similar. So and okay. the same thing, so that people can find me easier, which is so smart. Um, so I give that up to them. And then uh, BrodyRay.com will be my website where I'll have um, all of my my uh, shows and events um tours, uh, pictures, videos, music videos, everything's going to be up on, on there. Um, and you can check that out. And, uh, for booking, there is a tab under, um, contact where you can reach my booking agent or you can find me, uh, message me on social media. I check those m- uh, myself personally. So feel free to send me a message and I will definitely get back to you guys. If you ever want to chat or need help or anything else. Amazing. So before, um, I play your last song and I will ask you to tell us about that. I just want to say, first of all, thank you to both of you. Thank you. What an incredible Absolutely. interview. Absolutely. What a debut. What a yes. what, debut here on Remember Them Radio for Justin, the Jerry Petito Show and Brody. I am so honored that you said yes to this interview. We have I'm another so one coming up in January and uh, January 14th. And I'm hoping... Um, at one of my other networks, and I'm hoping that um, we can get Justin to come live in house and be my co-host. How about that? Yeah, that would be that would be great. All right, we're working I hope you on do this, that, Justin. That'd be so awesome. That'd be wow. so cool. See, Justin. All right. So, um, and Steve is saying great interview. Steve, thank you so much for this opportunity. I remember them thank radio. Thank you so much, Steve. Appreciate uh, you. What a great interview! Incredible. Um, Wow, I'm just still in awe. One of one of my favorites, okay? Both of you were awesome. So now, 
I want you to tell everyone. We're going to close with your song, Light. Wait, uh, here we go. Light yeah. Your Fire. But I want you to tell everyone about this song as well. Yeah, Light Your Fire um, is one of the songs that I wrote. Um, actually, it was a situation prior to You Got Me On My Knees. It was when I was breaking up with a friend who Ooh. I was on the TLC episode with. Um, we were going through a really bad kind of in and out situation. Her family was very religious. Um, she had some cousins that were kind of telling her, you know, you're going to burn in hell. <gasps> if you stay with this person, this person's a sinner and they're no good for you and they're no good for their family and we won't accept this. And so she kind of, you know, made a decision and uh, she left and, uh, and we had a hard time staying away from each other the- so we were always back and forth in our relationship, and uh, this song is kind of about, you know, re-inspiring the relationship and lighting that fire again and kind of igniting that spark that we felt the first time we got together and, and trying, to, trying to hold on to what was left and what we had left of our, of our relationship. But wait, so I have a question. So this isn't about your wife, is it? No, no. Oh, okay, okay. I I have to comment. You know, whenever people bring up God and what uh, what these Christians say, I have to comment. I'm sorry, because I am a Christian. I have a right. Okay. So, my cousin, who I absolutely love, he's he's my younger cousin, and he was a teenager. We we all grew up on the same country road in Robbinsville. His dad and my dad were brothers, and. His mom, my aunt, who I love, she actually brought me to the church because I grew up Catholic and knew that was not right. And, you know, I wanted, a, a, let's say, a closer relationship with God only. Okay. So anyway, right. my aunt was, she actually kissed Elvis back in the day. She, We had wow. beauty salons. My aunt. Dude, what? Yes. My aunt was gorgeous. And, and I'll never forget. And I have to tell this story because when she was younger, she was that hot. And my uncle was a Marine and they met when he, you know, went into the Marines in Jersey, but she wore a see-through jumpsuit to one of our weddings and the whole family went crazy. Okay. Yeah. But she became one of those Christians that everyone else was going to hell. And I, I'm going to say it cause I, I can. And when her son came out of the closet, he came out to me and I approached him when he was young at a very young age and said, I'm always here for you. Cause I know there's something different. And to this day, I have a poem on my wall that he wrote, The Friend I Found in You. And um, he said if it wasn't for me, he doesn't know if he would have made it. Because I'm going to share something beautiful about a pastor now. So my aunt could not deal with it. And she was one of those people. You're going to hell. You're going to hell. Do you know who helped her get through this? Her pastor. Wow. Her pastor said, first of all, who are you to judge your son? He's your son and you're going to love him. Because so yeah. does Jesus. So I, I had to just say all that. Okay, guys? That's awesome. All right. So um, here we go. Jerry, you're a good person. Thank you for, oh. you know, being that way. Uh, listen. It's so hard to find people out there, you know, whether Christian and that can, that can do that, you know? You know, uh, you know what my email is? My personal email? It's Jerry. It's what would Jesus do, Jerry? Because it reminds me every day not to hurt people. <laughs> Right, right, yes, there you go. Okay, you don't know. It reminds me every day 
to be good. <laughs> That's amazing. I need to do that. Too. Okay. What would Jesus do, Jerry? Okay. Not hit that person. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't say that. That's right. Okay. So, um, I do want to say something to everyone listening out there about today's show. In the very beginning, guys, we had a little tech problem. Okay. The internet went out totally. So there's a few minutes that might be blank. I'm not sure how this is going to work. So, Brody and, and Justin, when you reshare this, put in the comments, like, I mean, right at the heading, say, guys, in the very beginning, you might have to forward a few minutes. Don't think the show ended. Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay, because there might be, there might be some quiet. I'm not sure. All right, guys, so just put that. We'll definitely do that. So that people know to not think the show ended after the first five minutes. Um, Gotcha. All right, guys, I had to say that. So, again, I want to thank everybody out there for listening. I want to thank my two incredible, my co-hosts and my guests. Love you guys. Um, This is not over. And you're both awesome, incredible people. And thank you for being you. So here we go with, we're going to close the show, the incredible show today with Light Your Fire.
Hold on, guys. <laughs> 